Coming up, Tony has breakfast with Mickey and his pals. That's next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Disneyland Edition, episode 700, wow, for the week of August 20th, 2017. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson. Hey! Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> that was quick. And Tony Spatel. <laughs> Hello. 700. I know. Wow. Wow. Can we just, so, and that's why we're going to start remaking things just yes. like the movies are. <laughs> yes. And we're going back to Surf's Up, this time with a twist. Okay. No, it's, it's not the same. So, yes. do you still have no, episode one? You should release that too, Tom. Oh, no, it was crap. <laughs> that. You always want your first one to be bad. Oh yeah, okay. So that it's improving. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so so people can laugh at it, and we can right, go yes. back and laugh at ourselves. Right. And, and yeah, do you remember what the what the well the first episode would have been news, but I don't remember what the was it Tortilla Joe's or something, Tony. I'll, oh, I'll, I, I'll look it up. I'll look it up right? while, while we chat. Okay, um, so we're back at Surf's Up. It's been a long, long time, mm-hmm. and I know that because. I swear the last time Andrew went, he was little and cute. <laughs> and, and we have pictures of him all like with the characters. But now we have teenage driving Andrew with the character. Like that was the last time. And so it's been a while. So got, it's got to have been at least five years. I think it was more, but I guess we, I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, it doesn't matter. We went yeah, back. It's got to be a long time. It's been a long time. So I actually think it might be a, a nice idea to go back to some of these other breakfast just to see how they've improved or if they've stayed the same etc yeah. so we uh, went back uh, to surf first shows were the magic the memories and you oh my gosh and tortilla joe's okay wow yeah i know well Fair. surf's up huh? surf's up and just a note of clarification for tom breakfast with mickey and friends they're not referred to as pals well, yeah, the surf's up yes so it's $37, Ooh. and which all of the character meals seem to be $37 from what I can tell. Kids are 22. It is a buffet, so obviously you can get all you want. And I will talk a little bit about the character interaction, even though it was my son and I. So, but you, you know, we were still observing character interaction and everything. We had a reservation for around 11 because he's 16 and sleeps in, and so do I. But I actually think that there was a benefit waiting that late. So I'll discuss that too. But we'll start with all the food they have. And also know that it was very easy to get a reservation. I got one, though, about a week ahead. But I swear someone came in right before me and got um, the um, and got a table right then. And it was close to 11. Um, and they close like a 12 i mean they they i think ours was at 10 50 and they closed we were like one of the last seatings uh one thing i do have to say about going late though is it didn't seem to diminish the quality because it was late okay now if the quality was diminished it wasn't because 
they weren't filling stuff up and they were letting stuff dry out or anything. That was not the case at all. We had there were plates being replenished inside in the buffet, no problem. So um, that's one thing to know. So you're, and you get valet parking. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, your review that's was important. January of 2013. Feels so, longer. Four and a, four and a half years. But in my mind, he was like five. <laughs> right. Anyways, okay. So we're so we went back, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, of course, what they have. They have an omelet station, which we'll discuss a little bit later. Fixings for your omelet, ham, bacon, sausage, onions, peppers, mushrooms, jalapenos, olive, spinach, tomato sauce, and cheese. Also serving huevos rancheros and chorizo and eggs. Egg whites and egg beaters available upon request. <laughs> they have spinach, mushroom, and feta cheese flatbread. Cheese flatbread with marinara sauce. And they've got a parfait station with assorted berries and granola. So it's basically... Strawberries and blueberries, then some, not like Greek yogurt or special yogurt, just regular yogurt, some plain yogurt, some strawberry yogurt and granola if you want to do that. Uh, oh, also craisins. They still haven't gotten rid of the craisins. Those are available for your parfait. <laughs> uh, they have a two uh, tomato cucumber salad. Salmon, smoked salmon with traditional garnish. So they have capers and the cream cheese and all that stuff if you want to put it on one of their bagels. Uh, they have sour cream. They had pickled... Or yellow tomatoes. Oh, for the salmon, they have the little, uh, not scrambled, um, the uh, hard-boiled eggs, uh, red onion for your salmon as well, sliced onions, tomatoes. Their bagels, I did not try a bagel. That's one of the things I, I didn't try. What's interesting is as I was uploading the pictures, I know people noticed the half-eaten food. Because if I would have literally eaten everything, I would have felt disgusting. So I tried bites of everything enough so I could tell. But that's why you got the... Uh, not not a professional photographer uh, edition of the pictures. Mm-hmm. So they also have fruit with uh, – they had uh, pineapple and watermelon, some cottage cheese, uh, honeydew and cantaloupe. They had chilaquiles, salsa roja, queso fresco, onions and tomatoes. They had chicken breakfast sausage and they had – roasted chicken breast sitting in like a jus Ew. which I have never seen at breakfast anywhere in my entire life and then they also had so grilled chicken with chicken au jus and then they also had breakfast potatoes and rice white rice so and I'm not judging yes I am that's the whole point of this episode but <laughs> it's just interesting that they had grilled chicken and like Asian rice well I, is that- it, it, it's common to put those on okay it's it's common for some hotels to have a small asian me style in the buffet but usually if you have rice on your buffet you're going to have miso soup on your buffet well, and that's exactly because i've been to a i was in a hyatt house out here in cyprus which has a large asian community and they right. had a full like with their eggs and stuff they had a full they had like you said miso soup rice and yep. other things and I did. Green like, onions and all yeah, that. Yeah, and had all that. So it's interesting that they kind of like half did it. I just found it interesting. That's all. Maybe they thought they'd do some kind of a pl- a rice to go with the chilaquiles. But the rice, you could tell if you look at the pictures, is white. It's supposed like, to be Asian rice. Yeah, as it's opposed not, to, yeah. Well, I mean, they might have chose not to go with a Spanish rice or a Mexican rice. Well, obviously, they did just, choose not to go with those. <laughs> they well, didn't mind I mean, them. 
it might have been a conscious choice as opposed to a don't try well, to conscious conscious choice. choice. Like like they took the Uncle Ben's down from the shelf yeah. instead of the rice yes. Cerrone Spanish yeah. rice. Yeah, there the you go. yeah so. something like that. Uh, <laughs> bacon, fluffy scrambled eggs, <laughs> egg white egg white scramble with spinach, basil, and ricotta cheese. Biscuits and gravy and mm. real sausage. And then at the uh, they had the Mickey waffles, the Mickey pancakes, uh, French toast, which was supposed to be banana caramel, oatmeal, uh, vat of hot syrup, cinnamon rolls, mini muffins, and some danishes and chocolate muffins. So, oh, croissants and which is the same stuff they serve at their uh, in their convention breakfast. Okay, those and are the, the exact uh, same ones. Okay, good to know. And then they also had four, they had a Fruit Loops, it looks like Corn Flakes and Raisin Bran. So one thing you'll notice about this place, so if we look at this versus the other breakfast buffet, character breakfast meals, um, are this had, it doesn't have as much as Goofy's Kitchen. Goofy's Kitchen is just, just outrageous with the number of items they have, right. not all being good. Uh, Storytellers has less. Really? I think Storytellers has about the same amount as this now. I, well, okay. I'm thinking it's pretty even, because there's not a lot going on on those hot plates. Well, I'm glad you set me up to do that review, because I have to go back to see. I, okay, you and I are last, going together. The last, the last time I went, um, I don't remember that. I, I remember them having about the same, and then Minnie and Fred is, is kind of its own beast. So what's interesting is Throughout this process of eating, there were things that I thought were horrendous and then things that I thought were really, really good, which was not what I was expecting. There were times I'm like, okay, this is going to get a bad review. And then, wait, did you try this? Andrew, that's really good. I know. I didn't expect it either. And then next thing, oh, this is awful. It was really, it was very inconsistent. So to give you the punchline already, I'm not going to necessarily say no or yes, because there's a multiple, there's other factors if you have children and everything like that. But because there were some really good things here, but there were also some things that were really disappointing. So break into it, babe. Yeah. So the egg white frittata, I took notes. I put gross <laughs> and it's not because um, egg, I'm against egg whites, but it was dry. It had no flavor, even though it's supposed to have everything. Uh, but to go against the gross egg white frittata, I actually typed best bacon ever. And then Andrew looks at me like, are you serious, dad? And I went for a theme park and Disneyland. This bacon was way better than most of the bacon you get. It was, it melted in my mouth. It wasn't that paper. It was thin, but it was good. So I was really excited. And you know, obviously anytime breakfast, I'm always mentioning the bacon. This was really good bacon. Was it crispy or that, you know, limp? It was crispy. Because it's been laying around too long. No, it was crispy. Okay, good. And that, but that's what I, I know some people don't like crispy, but this, and you can tell just by looking at it, it's darker and not a see-through. So it was actually really good bacon for the way bacon is at Disneyland. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm going to go off track for Jeff, just a second. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to Golden Corral for breakfast? No. Okay, so I stopped there on the way home the last trip just because we were looking for a breakfast place, buffet place. Mm -hmm. They have deep-fried bacon. It's breaded 
Oh. And deep fried. It Are you sure you didn't, sure you didn't stop at a state fair? No. <laughs> and it was so good because it, it's, it makes it super, 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 super crispy. Oh, so good. Okay. Sorry. Back to you. Oh, that does sound good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I okay, know that, that just sounds wrong. No. I'm no, sorry. No, and I was, love bacon. That was the worst uh, shameless plug that Tom's ever done. I know he got money from them throwing that in there. He was like, hey, Golden Corral, you should go. Tell him Tom sent anyway. Is that the one at the grapevine? Um, I don't remember where this was. It was it was okay. probably half hour from Disneyland. Oh, okay. Well, so and I was feeling tired, so I just drank some of Nancy's five hour energy. <laughs> and no. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you remember that. Okay, no, I was in a I was in Orlando yesterday. And I was in a Walgreens and I walked down and there's five hour energy. And I'm like, Nancy, now you now in my mind, you guys are the same. Anyways. Oh, that's so, so okay. funny. So they have breakfast potatoes. This is the first plate. I think I that I tried. They have breakfast potatoes that are diced very small, almost like the same size you would chop onions. So I'm thinking that they're going to be crispy or they're going to be very well cooked because they're small. They're not crispy. Okay. And actually, Tom, do you remember I now that I read I read my notes, I remember an issue that you and I had with other stuff that they sometimes do. It was they were over peppered. Oh really? Yeah, they were over peppered and they tasted raw, but they yeah. were cooked. And so Andrew, after I had it, and he of course, because he's 16 now, so anything I say, whatever, Dad. Then he has a bite and he's like, oh yeah, totally. Like he totally agreed with me. They were it almost tasted like they weren't clean. And I don't know how you could get that taste of a potato when it's cut so small. But I would tell you, don't eat the potatoes. Maybe it was a bad day, but they were disgusting. And that's my problem. So the best bacon ever, disgusting potatoes and disgusting egg frittata. The eggs were fine. They're eggs. They're Disney eggs. They weren't horrible. They weren't amazing. Okay? The, I tried that. Yeah. The, uh, I did try the... Um, Chicken sausage, which reminded me of a Swedish meatball in terms of texture and flavor. So mm. it was, if you liked mm. that, go ahead. I just, it didn't taste breakfast to me. I mean, obviously I'm being the ugly American there, but. Um, was it chicken or chicken apple? Because chicken no, apple chick makes a difference. It wasn't chicken apple, just chicken. Plain chicken isn't so good, but well, I mean, chicken was, apple but is really good. It, I, the consistency inside of the meat and the flavor to me reminded me of a Swedish meatball. Which I wasn't. See, that says to me soft and mushy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't that. Okay, so it wasn't that mushy. So uh, it wasn't that mushy, but it was. Um, it was a finer grained ground. Okay. Let's say okay. that. Okay. I can see that. Okay. And less fat. So with a regular sausage, you get the fattiness and the yumminess and all that good stuff. Which I love their sausage. I mean, obviously, my goal is always eat as much pork as possible. So um. Yeah. I thought the sausages were very good, and I thought the bacon was very good. But sometimes I've been to different Disney breakfasts and not thought that. So it's not just because I like bacon and sausage. They had, and it hurts that Mary Jo is not here, they had chilaquiles. Uh -huh. And so, were they? Okay, so again, this is where I know I need to – again, what's the, what is the texture of chilaquiles supposed to be? It can vary. Okay. Okay. The the way I've had them the most is they usually will occasionally put down some 
chips that are not pre-saturated. Mm-hmm. And then they scoop out the coated, um, which can be a very mushy texture, and put them on top. So I like my chilaquiles with a little more crunch, but I, I get where the, I get the whole soak things. You can tell how long they were made by how moist they are, or and that may just be the style the chef likes. See, I see. I think the majority of chilaquiles has some texture to it. If you ever get it to order, yeah. you don't get it mushy. Right. Which tells me that that's the right way. I'm going to go with the way Steakhouse 55 makes it mm-hmm. versus the way PCH Grill makes it. Right. And I thought that was the best chilaquiles I'd ever had. I will tell you, this is not the best chilaquiles I've ever had. What was interesting is, okay, I'll let the texture go. It was mushy, but okay, it's like an enchilada, breakfast enchilada. I'll, I'll accept that. But there was no spice whatsoever. Oh, There was, yeah, there was no flavor. And that's something, Tom, if you and I, I know we've been to some of these buffets where we've discussed that a little bit more, right? Where things. Flavor thing. Yeah, I know it should should be screaming flavor. And there wasn't, there was no spice. There was no real, it was, it looked like chilaquiles, but it didn't have anything Mm -hmm. chilaquiles y about it other than it. Like and it, it no was, egg on top either. There, there was egg mixed in. Yeah, it looked like scrambled oh, egg. Oh, yes. Yeah, that looks like scrambled egg. And you don't make chili killies with scrambled eggs. You make them with whole, with over yeah, that's, easy. That's what I would say. So yes. now. But that would be hard just, to do in a buffet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, you just, you just put a bunch of cooked eggs on top and then you scoop up whatever with an egg on top of it. No, I'm going to give, I'm going to say Nancy could, I think she could, that's possible. Like it might not be perfect, but I would have rather, what's interesting is they replaced the, the biscuits and gravy. They replaced a lot of things quickly. Um, they could replace the chilaquiles more quickly and have it have some texture. Okay. So looking at some of your pictures, lots of the things yeah. were in half, half of a pan. They could have put it in half of a pan. So yes. It was fresher. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so the thing is looking I'm looking at this one picture and it looks like you can see chunks of chip. But there was like, it's not it wasn't crunchy at all. There was no like and it doesn't have yeah. to be crunchy, but that kind of chewy crunchy, it's it's no, it's not. Yeah. So okay. let me go to the thing that was the most surprising of everything. So I got the three flatbreads. And I showed them to Andrew, like, oh, these look disgusting. I said, yeah, I know. Let's see. They were, I, I was blown away. I went, I might just go back and get these. They did not look tasty at all. They look like disgusting buffet flatbreads. I liked every single one and was, uh, maybe because my mind was expecting them to just be disgusting because they're just flatbreads and all full of, they were really good. They were Bacon, really good. Bacon, cheese good. looks really good. It was good. I was kind of. I was shocked. I'm not kind of shocked. I was shocked because I went, okay, let me have a bite. Oh, what, really? Did I just eat that? Right. Um, so every single fat flatbread was good. And part of the reason, which I'll get to in a little bit, these are made by the chefs right there, mm-hmm. taken out of the oven and then put under right there. So these are, they're not made to order, but they're consistently made fresh where you can see the chefs. That's why I'm thinking they were so much better than everything that was coming out from the back and put into bats. 
I there was the spinach and feta cheese uh, one that was really good, uh, just a plain uh, marinara. And then even the breakfast one was good, and I thought the breakfast one looked really nasty, but it was everything was executed perfectly. It was all of them were really cheesy, and even though they look kind of like buffet food, they actually were one of the best things on the menu. And I think it was because the chefs made them right there, which we'll get to in a, in a little bit. So Andrew had the pancake. And his first words were, if this is, her, he had chocolate syrup, he goes, if this is just Hershey syrup, I'm going to be, I'm going to be mad. He was mad. It was just Hershey syrup, <laughs> the, the pancake and the pancake. I, this is what's so weird. Cause I'm going to tell you about some good things in a little bit. McDonald's pancakes are better than these ones. And I, McDonald's they were off, pancakes are better than a lot of pancakes I've got. Okay. I actually disagree. Like, I don't like, um. Well, I mean, I'm not Mr. Well, I like the vanilla-iness in the batter. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. these, again, had no flavor, and they were dry. And I understand it's 11. I do understand that. But here's my thing. New biscuits were coming out. New sausage was coming. Like, they were replacing things. It wasn't like this was the last dish of anything. The chefs were still making omelets. The chefs were still making uh, flatbreads. But And this isn't based on mine. Cause you know, I can go negative. He originally, and he's the one that wants to like everything. He took the first bite. He's like, ah, oh, this is awful. And I said, let me try it. And I went, oh, you're right. There's, it was dry. It was not a, like, I think even your kids wouldn't be that they would even notice like the little ones would maybe Wait. even notice it. Uh, the Mickey waffles were good. Mickey waffles like, okay. But the pancakes, no, it was, oh, and they were dry. The pancakes were really dry. That's the one, the one thing we kind of noticed. Um, so then I'm not going to get into the, uh, I tell oh, the sauce, the biscuits and gravy were good. We've discussed my love of Southern biscuits, but these biscuits were fresh. They were, um, had good texture. The gravy was good. I love the sausage. They, that's, that's a good thing. So, so far, if I was going, I didn't try the salmon. I would get the, um, I would get Mickey waffles. Their salmon is usually decent there. Um, I get the Mickey waffles. I would get the bacon. I would get a lot of bacon. I just keep putting bacon on your plate. I would get bacon, the sausage, the um, and the flatbreads. The pastries are pastries. They weren't any that I wanted to go, you know, put in my suitcase. I didn't want to put a bunch in a bag and run out the store with them or anything. Now, what I what really was kind of the where I was re- so at this point I was gonna say maybe not to recommend this place because I've told you about some really bad things. However, the things that you can get made to order kind of blew me away. And I almost felt bad for the chef. Like here he is making this to order this great thing, things when there's bad stuff down the line on the, on on the buffet. So I did not get an omelet. However, I would suggest an omelet because I had the huevos rancheros, which I'm not a fan of. Okay. I do not ever order huevos rancheros. I don't like that tomatoey salsa. Like I like more of a real Mexican salsa, like without chunks and stuff, right? Less Texasy, if that's a word. Um, like I, I, anyways, and I got chorizo and eggs. Okay, so what's interesting is, so when I ordered the chorizo and eggs, you could order it any way you wanted, and he could put cheese on it. He offered to put cheese on it. I said no because I wanted to taste just the chorizo and eggs. The fact that you can get fresh chorizo and eggs with as much chorizo and as much eggs, as much cheese, almost makes it worth the $37 to go because it was great. 
And you put a lot of chorizo in those eggs, dude. I, I did that on purpose because I wanted to taste the chorizo. Okay. okay. And so, yeah, and you get to put okay, as much as you want. Like I didn't, and he said, do you want to scrap? And he said, you, and then it's funny. He said, do you want to put something today? He's like, we can do anything with the tree. So we can do trees. we can do it. As I said, do you want it as an omelet? I said, no. So let's do it as a scramble. I'm guessing. And I should have asked. I apologize. If I could do it over, I might at all those stations. I always ask for cracked eggs because I like fresh eggs on any of the things. Um, yeah, of course they could have, cause they did way of strange arrows. So, um, that was real. It was really, really, re- really good. And I don't know where else you can get. I don't know anywhere you can get fresh chorizo and eggs, but I love it. And the fact that he was willing to put cheese, as much cheese as I wanted on it. And he asked me if I wanted to put the potatoes on there. And I politely declined because I knew (laughs) what they tasted like. But he said, oh, we can do chorizo and potatoes because that's also a thing where you just mostly have chorizo. That might have actually made the potatoes worth it. And maybe for going another day, the potatoes would be better. But uh, what he made to order was great. And then I went ahead and tried the huevos rancheros. Again, I don't like huevos rancheros. But I love these huevos rancheroses. So they start with a tortilla that's crispy like a tostada, mm-hmm. and and these weren't these weren't tortilla. They were they were a darker brown, so you can tell they weren't like mass produced somewhere a long time ago. They either were made there or they had been made recently, and they were f- they were freshly fried in terms of within the last hours or whatever. Not the kind you would just buy in, um, like, uh, grocery store. You buy the grocery store, yeah. So, um, then they also had, and I put it up both on the same plate, so it looks kind of messy, I know. And, um, then he put some refried beans on top of the Mm -hmm. tortilla. Again, I don't like huevos rancheros. And, um, but the refried beans were not Rosarita refried beans. I'm sure they were somehow industrial, but they were, a higher quality than I hate refried beans out of a can and I didn't hate these. So I don't know how fresh they were, but they weren't, they didn't they taste could like have been made by somebody in the kitchen. Yeah, they could have been, but it was, they, and the reason why I say that is because they weren't um, pasty. And mm-hmm. I think that homemade refried beans are usually are, aren't, aren't as pasty or thick usually. Okay. So right. a little, a little, a little like smattering of that. And then put the fried egg on. I asked for over medium. He cooked it over medium, just like I said. Oh, cheese on the beans. Then over mm-hmm. medium uh, egg. And then I think our cheese on the egg. And then he put the salsa, which um, is chunky and has red bell peppers, green bell peppers. Um, it's a good and, looking salsa. And it, is, it is, even though I don't like chunky which Texas is, yeah, style. Not, yeah, not what you'd usually get yeah. on the way of a but... No, I think that yeah. is what you get. Mm. Well, it depends. In our area, it's it usually really yeah, depends. It's like a thin, like a. Yeah. This has a little more of it. Okay, if you take out the large red pepper and green pepper chunks, that's more like what you normally get on. But this has the bigger chunks in addition to give you a little more vegetable with it. I can tell you that this makes me want to expand my horizons to huevos <laughs> rancheros because it was really, really good. Even though it was the last thing I ate and I was full, it was really, really good. Even Andrew, who doesn't ever eat huevos rancheros, is like, oh, that's really good. So I know. So what? as you can see, there's a weird dichotomy, if that's nice the right word, word here. yeah. Thank you. You get extra that, points for that one. Thank you. Um, I used that word. I'm proud of you. But you, Okay, f- thank you. 
So <laughs> what uh, what you get here is some really, really good things and then some really, really bad things. And I can't remember the last time I've been to a restaurant where there was both. Because hmm. as much as I love the – as much as I hated the pa- – and the pancakes can be hit and miss. And if it's for three-year-olds, they probably won't care, right? Um, but – as much as I the, didn't the, the like, their taste buds haven't grown in yet. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> as much as I, as much as I, I did not like, uh, what was the one? And I got to remember what. Let me look back at my pictures. The things I thought were just that were not good at all, like the uh, the potatoes. As much as I despised those potatoes, is as much as I loved the huevos rancheros and the chorizo with egg. Uh-huh. So yeah. it wasn't like it was this two totally different sides to this story, if you will. So. I can't just based on food say whether yes or no, because if you if you guys said, Hey, let's go to PCH grill. I would think about it. I think about the $37 price, but then I go, okay, you know what? I'll get an omelet. And so I, I, there'd be enough stuff there that I would be, I'd be good for. So let's talk about the character interaction. One, one question go about ahead. the food, the oatmeal, mm-hmm. is that like smothered in raisins? Yes. Yeah, but I okay. think that's because nobody got, nobody bought, like nobody was eating it. Yeah, my wife would, my wife loves oatmeal but hates raisins. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's weird that they would so, put it on top and not on the side. Well, but if you look closely, it is on the side. Mm-hmm. Like there, you could get a side without raisins, yeah. but I know when people are averse to certain yeah. foods. Uh, so, Characters. one thing I do think about this versus let's say Goofy's kitchen is you, there was a lot and Andrew was noticing and that's what I always say. So now people think that I'm really doing a legit review because they, cause you know, we know people listen to him and not me and uh, that, no, but he was noticing like, you're getting a, there's a lot of characters, like not a lot of characters, but they're coming around a lot, even to us. And at the time we got there, it was full. So it wasn't like there's only three tables. Right. Uh, but we got, I think, all the characters at least twice, and we were basically making the faces like, you don't have to come over here. <laughs> Yet we still got them. And I don't think they were purposely doing it, but we weren't with little kids with autographed books or things like that. So I thought that part of the, I mean, part of the reason you pay for this isn't the food, it's for the character yeah, interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was not, yeah. first of all, I love the fact that they're in cool lifeguard outfits. Okay, you don't see them doing that anywhere else. Um, What's re- they do a dance thing, okay? So mm-hmm. you can all go up. So that's interactive, which is nice. And I know the other ones do that, but what I like about it versus, let's say, Goofy's Kitchen is Goofy's Kitchen is such an immense location. And if you've got little kids that will wander off all over the place, you don't really have to worry about that here because you can pretty much see the whole restaurant. It's not very crowded in terms of tables. There's not 500 people waiting outside. Like Gooby's Kitchen will get, right? Um, right. Or even if you think about it, now that I'm thinking out loud a little bit, even with Storytellers Cafe, you're kind of waiting outside, you know, in that little foyer or whatever. That's my big word day. Um, and, uh, but, and then Gooby's Kitchen, you've got the whole, like the first queue and the second queue, and then you're in, where this one, you're in the PCH group, you're in the hotel just right there. So, it's kind of nice that way. Also, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, another advantage is because the hotel's so small, if you were staying there, you could probably go down and 
kind of get ready while someone's still upstairs getting ready. Like it wouldn't be hard to go, Hey, our table's ready. Come down here right now. Yeah. I don't think you could get away with that at the other places. Uh, so we love the, the cost. We love the costuming of the characters. Um, which characters were available? Okay. Thank you. Uh, Minnie, mm-hmm. Mickey, Daisy, and then stitch. Okay. Okay. The thing is you get Minnie and Mickey, yeah. which is pretty. And, and a non-crowded, don't Minnie? have to go in the theme park. Go ahead. Um, I'm just curious that Mickey, Minnie is there. Is that not normal? Well, because she well, has her own breakfast. So uh, she, so she yeah. must use that secret tunnel. She uses the secret tunnel, changes into her lifeguard outfit. Yes. Yeah. But she's still got to watch the swimmers. Yeah. Because she's going to... I because to be honest, I mean Mickey and Daisy are good, but I'd rather have make sure that Minnie's there, mm-hmm. keep an eye on things, and then okay, rush back in, in, in the case mouth to mouth is needed. <laughs> I wasn't going there. So, <sighs> I know I was being adorable there, Tom, and you just took it down a road. Anyways, uh, one thing that's neat is Mickey is always standing up there, literally almost the whole time, waiting for you to come to him to take a picture. So you don't have to wait for him to come over. And at one point, Andrew's like, I kind of feel bad for Mickey. Like nobody's over there just because of the time, because of the time we were there, people were finishing, they were going into the parks. But my point of that is you could have been up there for five minutes and kept getting back in line and hugging Mickey and taking pictures. And like Mickey and the cast member were kind of like joking with each other with like hand gestures and stuff. And so what I liked is they, the characters here, and I'm sure all characters are like that, but it seemed to be a little more relaxed here mm-hmm. and you had more, I felt like you had more access. I know in Disney world, it seems very okay. Now they're at, they're coming to your table. Are you ready? They're at your table. Three, two, one next table. Like there's a really like an organization and there's a, um, there's a, you can tell that there's a sequence where here, even though I'm sure there was, it felt more like they were just coming around to see you, not making sure that they hit every table. Felt more organic. There's the word, yes. And so I really thought that for kids, that's a big mm-hmm. benefit. We've so, heard, we've heard, I've heard complaints about um, Ariel's Grotto. That the princess, Ariel's Grotto. Okay, I was like just thinking factory. that. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that when Tony was saying that because it's like, <laughs> oh, you've just described. Every single Ariel's Grotto experience yeah. I ever had. Especially if it's adults. Yeah. Oh, oh they, no. just they just, just breeze right the by you. Yeah. Well, and so that's so interesting because they came to, like, we took pictures because they came, yeah. came over to us. And it's me and my son. Now, of course, they could have been not that much different than Andrew's. Well, they're characters. Never mind. So anyways, they were friendly to Andrew. They were friendly to me. I actually really appreciated they they even though I was okay with hey go to the kids it's okay they did their job with us and it just felt very relaxed and I thought compared to other character breakfasts I'd been to that it was it was an enjoyable experience I felt like if I was a parent and pretend Andrew was 8 or 7 or whatever I wouldn't have been like okay where are they come on let's go my kids going to cry like making that face, looking at my watch, you know, it was, it felt like they were enjoying visiting the tables. 
that they were spending more than five seconds. Uh, and so with that, I might have to say I do recommend going here mm -hmm. because there is enough really good food. You do have to be careful. But remembering I got out of my food mode and thought about really these character breakfasts are about the kids seeing the characters. And this gives you a really good experience for that. Right. If we got a bunch of pictures, then you know the kids are getting more pictures. And again, when Mickey's standing up on his little surf uh, uh, lifeguard stage, basically hanging out, hey guys, come on over. I don't know any other place where you could go get a picture, leave, and then come back immediately. So part of that too also could have been that it was near the end of the breakfast shift. So I would actually recommend doing that because it was a Saturday and I thought, even though when we first got there, it was crowded, that maybe waiting near the end, you might get more character interaction, even though we got good character interaction before. I'm not saying it was because it was later, but I noticed as people were leaving, there's less tables. So it's just maybe it's a tip. I don't know. I'd have to try some other character breakfasts. But I don't think the other character breakfast won't – like, Gooby's Kitchen is never going to slow down. Um, no. But but this one, I kind of liked its laid-back feel for the character interaction. So I guess I'm giving it a – for the character interaction, I would definitely say yes if you're not – if okay, I need to get pictures of Mickey and Minnie. I don't care about the food. Then I would definitely 100% go to this. If you want a more relaxed atmosphere, I would go to it. If you like Huevos Rancheros and Chorizo, I would go to it. If you're going specifically only for food, I don't know if I would go only for the food. Okay. If um, there is enough good stuff, but then again, I know at like Storytellers Cafe, I think you can order Huevos Rancheros and that kind of stuff. And you could just order it straight and not have to pay the $37. But if you're on the... I think they took that away. Oh, they did. Okay, great. Um, but... If you're on the fence about we have to do a character meal and I want I want good food, there is good food there, but I want to really, really I'm here about the characters, I think I would do it. Also, the fact that they're in lifeguard outfits and there's the surfboard thing, that's just kind of cool. And again, and it's also, again, it's safe for kids compared to the other ones because there's no way, they, they can't really run around and hide. You can pretty much see everything. So that's uh. what I would say. That's what I would say. Let me let me run through the other character meals and their pricing, just to compare. Yeah. Because you said everything was thirty seven, and that's not entirely correct. Um, Ariel's Grotto breakfast with the princesses is also this is the same price thirty seven for adults, twenty two for kids. Uh, Goofy's Kitchen is thirty seven for adults, twenty two for kids. However, um, critter the the critter breakfast at Storytellers Cafe is $34.20 for kids. And Plaza Inn with Minnie and Friends breakfast is $32.18 for kids. So those two are a little less. And I, I've i always, mm. that is, the Plaza Inn one has always been my favorite. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you do save money because you, first of all, you're in the park. But secondly, because it's so small, you get good character interaction. Yeah. Third, you don't have... Well, it's not really small, but... Well, it used to be smaller, and now they've had, like, of course, when I, at some point, so that I don't sound like a complete idiot, I feel like it's... 
well, I guess I'm comparing it's Gooby's also, Kitchen. It's also a ton of characters, it, usually. It yes. feels smaller if you're in, if you're seated inside, it feels smaller. Maybe that's where you're getting yeah. it from. They, yeah, yeah they maybe that's it. The patio too, so. And the but, food area is smaller because we think about it more in the terms of when we eat there getting chicken. Okay, true. Mm, uh, but but you're saving the money because you don't really have you don't really have a waiter as much, and right. you get your drinks and stuff like that. But to me, that's a that's worth the savings. And that was the that is the one. Even though this is supposed to be a PC grill, that is the one meal because I think I last time. We were here, Tom. I might have even said that's where I always want to go. I want oh, to go yeah, to do yeah. friends. Like that's yeah. the one I want to go to. Yeah. Um, versus anything else, because I think it's a great value, and maybe we'll revisit it and prove that it is. And you get, and I saw characters there that I hadn't seen before. Uh-huh. Like there's this duck. I don't. It's because Donald, I think his name. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just making that up. That was playing the whole I don't know anything card. No one understood it. It's okay. Um. Yeah, I know. Thanks. So, anyways, <laughs> way to end and this good and nice. a decent sex. The horrible, <laughs> awful, not funny joke. Uh, but no, I so for characters, I would definitely go. Uh, yeah, because I don't. And I, yeah, I don't. Rem- I don't remember Minnie being there before, she, but she may. And and Daisy, I think, is new. So, or not new, but yeah, I don't think she was there the last time either. I, I but I remember. I don't. You don't have a picture of Stitch. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I thought yeah. Stitch was there. Yes, yeah, Stitch was, yeah. but I am he's, not a fan of Stitches. <laughs> so he's a little elusive, yeah. Okay. Yes, I did. I chose not to. Anti-Stitch. Stitch haters. I am. <laughs> we love Stitch. So that's the the newest update on PCH. So Surf's a, up. A, a tentative thumbs up. Yes. It, again, depending on what you're looking for. If it's yeah. strictly food, I wouldn't spend the 37 bucks. Mm. If you want characters and food, if you especially if you get the, the made-to-order stuff, then just for the relaxed atmosphere and um, oh, and the ease of getting to the bathroom. Just saying, not that I yeah. that that that's an easy. Like, there's things that parents with kids and the, and to get Mickey and Minnie. I mean, yeah. And Mickey was like literally up there. Like, wait, hey, anybody want to come take a picture with me? I'm smiling all the time. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, everyone. That's going to do it for this segment of the Disunplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disunplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.